Welcome to the Straight Talk on Fleet podcast with Aaron Gilchrist. Each week, Aaron will be breaking down fleet management, trying to cut through the noise and get down to the real issues safety and operations leaders are struggling with every day. The goal will be to get to the bottom of how leaders can break down these silos of information, accelerate change management, how to use real-time accurate data to drive massive efficiencies across fleet-focused business processes, and to elevate people's careers with emerging best practices. Now it's time for the Straight Talk on Fleet. All right, hello again, Fleet community. We are back for, okay, this is the 41st episode of the Straight Talk on Fleet, which is so cool. Um, I'm Aaron Gilchrist, and I am the VP of Fleet Evangelism at Intelliship, which is fancy title, right? It just means that I get to do this, right? I get to share my intellectual knowledge based on my experience from running a really large fleet for a really long time, and... Um, share the things that I've learned in this amazing industry with all of you um, and hear your feedback and your ideas as well. So we're going to switch it up today in a really fun way. Um, So there's this idea, right? Research shows that membership in industry associations breeds more success. So um, great topic, right? Um, In the fleet industry, we have NAFA. So we're, we're lucky and we'll get to that in a few minutes. But on this podcast, um, today, I am so excited to introduce Bill Schenkel, who is the CEO of NAFA, which is a fleet management association. I'm going to let Bill talk a little bit more about himself and NAFA. But if you don't know, NAFA is the world's largest membership, membership association for people like us who manage vehicle fleets and have mobile responsibilities for their employers and the organizations. So welcome, Bill. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's a great honor to be here. And um, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about NAFA. So I'm, I'm Bill Shankle, as you mentioned, CEO of NAFA. Um, I've been uh, with NAFA since 2017 in various roles. Um, took over the CEO job in 2020, and it's been, it's been one of the greatest uh, opportunities in my career. Um, I get to work with a great board, uh, great volunteer leaders um, on our region through our committees and talk to over 3,000 members involved in fleet throughout North America which is a great opportunity. That's excellent. So, um, you know, personally, I've been a member of NAFA for many, many years. So I'm excited um, for you to talk about this topic today because I think fleet leaders out there, um, I don't know that anybody said when they were young, I want to be a fleet manager when I grow up, right? So I think that in from many circumstances we've heard of, on my podcast, and I'm sure you've heard a million stories about how people actually get into fleet. And so, you know, I even found myself going, okay, what is fleet and and what am I doing here? Um, So today, as we roll through this content, I hope that our listeners will be able to um, resonate with this idea of association membership and what it can provide. So even without statistics, I think we can all agree that participating in industry industry associations is widely recognized as a beneficial factor for professional development and career advancement. So think about networking opportunities and knowledge and skills enhancement, um, visibility and recognition with all of the awards um, that are available in the different associations around the world, um, access to resources and tools, um, advocacy and leadership opportunities, job ops, and professional credibility, right? 
um, are just a few benefits that I can think of. And I think those outcomes are largely dependent on the level of involvement that members have in the organizations and the quality of the experience that the organization provides. And that's that's my opinion based on being involved in a few organizations and um, my own experience at times when I was more involved and less involved and what I got out of it and what the association got out of it as well um, through my involvement. So Bill, walk us through some of the information, statistics um, that you have on this on this topic. So we, as, as an association executive, there is an association for association executives. <laughs> There's, it's called the American Society of Association Executives. They do research on this topic. There's um, about 48,000 members um, of this ASE. So there's that, that many associations throughout North America. There is an association for everything. They did a report um, a few years ago called the Impact Every Day. Um, it was done in 2020, 2021, talking about associations. So, uh, and they broke it down by career level, because as you said, a lot of people didn't necessarily go into fleet management as their what they thought would be their career. There's a lot of other associations very similar to that. Um, so one of the first statistics that really jumped out that I thought was you know good to share with your listeners is um, 60% of individuals that got involved with a professional association within the first three years of their career moved uh, up the career ladder quicker in that industry than people who didn't. So getting involved and making this your career seemed to be, you know, getting involved with your association seems to be a, a career jumping off point to say, all right, this is what I want to do. And and putting that stake in the ground to say, I want to be part of this association where the other members of, of the industry are um, seems to help. So that's been one thing that really jumped out. Uh, uh, but I mean, when you break it down, what this report really breaks down to is two things and you mentioned them all, but it's summarized in two words. It's, it's people and resources. So every level, so they break it down into what they call early career. The early career is um, the association members get involved in early career. They get to understand what this is, what what this industry is. A lot of people get involved, even if it was something they planned to, you know, coming out of a, a trade school or a college or high school or wherever they're coming out of, and they thought they knew what the industry was. They really don't know what it was until <laughs> until they get involved. And um, and in most, it, and I know fleet managers, we hear this all the time, feel like there's someone on an island within their organization. Um, so what the uh, what the association does is really help to connect all those islands into a, a bigger resource so they can all talk to each other. And um, that's what they found in the early career. It's a good chance for those early career individuals to get involved, start hearing from others, even if they don't talk to others at that point, just hearing what others are dealing with and start understanding, of, okay, these are a challenge um, that I'm going to have I'm on an island. This is something else that somebody else had already dealt with or they're dealing with now. Um, we're going to work through this process together. So it, it's both, again, from the, the resource side of, of here's resources the association has from white papers to data to um, surveys to just articles from the publications to be able to talk to the members that they're going to get to meet throughout the uh, association efforts. So I think that's that's a, you know, a good first statistic kind of that jumped out. You know, get involved early and, and 60% of those people are more likely to stay in the career and move ahead within their career. Yeah, that's a big number. Um, and I think that like, if I think about my own experience, um, meeting people and then this networking opportunity 
is, is not just networking and talking to people about what they do and how they do it. They become a huge resource and it's not just the, the classes or the certifications. It's the people that become a huge resource. At least right. that's been my experience and been able to call on those colleagues to help me get through some of the toughest challenges. One comment you made is, um, you know, fleet managers sometimes feel like they're on an island in their organizations. I don't know how many of my podcasts that I've talked about this notion of getting a committee together inside of your organization and getting those stakeholders together so they understand what fleet is, how important it is to the organization and what your key initiatives are and, and get them you know, around you, helping you to move the needle. Because I feel like we as fleet leaders, we do wear so many hats and a lot of us are equipped to do that, but we don't have to. We're not alone. We have these resources. We have our industry um, experts and industry associations. And then I would strongly recommend that, you know, you get together with people inside of your organization like legal and operations and finance and, um, you know, name it, um, HR, getting people together to talk about um, how critical it is for efficient and safe operations for the overall success of the organization. So um, that's a that's a great point. But we do often feel like we're on an island and and being a part of an association is a great way to um, see what other people are doing um, to get off that island. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And and what you so you're to lead into what you are to build on what you just mentioned um, about building an internal team um, of people uh, at the mid-career in this report, what it talked about mid-career level association individuals, about 40, 48, 47.6% uh, of them basically said that mid-career, the value of the association was it made them, it felt like it made them an expert within their own organization. So utilizing the value of what they learned through the association of what they learned through talking to others. Um, it made them that expert. So as their mid career and they start talking to their C-suite, their executives, um, utilizing what they've picked up um, through conversations with other fleet managers or through uh, public, and this is across all associations, I'm just using fleet managers, but um, that was a big part of the mid career value of what the association brings to them is that it, it made them that expert within their their field in their organization so it, it helped to raise their level of uh, importance and, and recognition yeah i mean and we mentioned that that credibility um that's built through through these types of resources and networking ops so in terms of nafa i mean specific to nafa what does nafa offer that helps new or experienced fleet leaders elevate their careers what are some of the things so we have a few things. So we we started um, uh, the, well, we had a fleet one on one program for years. We actually put it online last year. It's completely uh, online uh, and course instructionally designed. You can take it. So we we encourage it's free to all members. So everybody that joins, we encourage to take it. Even if you're experienced, it gives you a sense of what we should talk about. You know, what you need to to look at. Um, it's a great course to give you a general overview. We obviously offer a lot of other courses in that in that area to kind of you know build on that you know essentials of fleet our seminar that we do EFMS is called um, that's that's another great resource to get started and then obviously our certified automotive fleet manage managers certificate program is is a great way to really uh, establish yourself as the expert 
to get a CAFM means, you know, this is your career. You, you understand everything you need to do. Um, those are some of the educational pieces of it that we do, but obviously there's a lot more. Um, we have our, our online communities, which I, you know, I encourage everybody to get involved with right away, because if you're new to fleet and you have a question and you don't know really where to go, just start every day by looking at our communities. There's so many questions and discussions happening there that are posted. Um, and the great thing about our membership is they're willing to share. That's yeah, that nobody's <laughs> nobody's uh, shy here to say here's what they've done. So you get a lot of great ideas, and you know, and there's no there's no question that people aren't willing to answer. So post the questions in there. Um, even if you're if you don't want to post, just search the communities because probably somebody asked it already, and you're going to get some answers. There. Yeah, so you're probably going to find those answers. So I think, you know. There's, there's formal education that we provide from Fleet 101, but the informal networking online communities, and then just get involved going out to our local networking events and to our, you know, to INE is another great way. Um, but those are those are a few early on that I think you're wishing to get involved with. Another thing NAFTA did recently is we, we added um, an organizational membership. So we encouraging, you know, fleet managers, uh, discounted kind of membership leads to sign up other people within their organization. You talked about it a little bit when, you know, get people from HR, from finance, from IT, uh, from procurement involved. Uh, we set, we, we kind of intentionally did this organizational management or organizational partnership. So management could get other people involved in fleet that might not touch it every day, but need to know some things about it. So they actually get some access to it. So we encourage our fleet managers, you know, if you have somebody, on your team that you're trying to build to, to expand your island, um, you know, add them to a, an organizational membership within NAFA because now they'll start to see, they'll start to get the same information and they'll start to understand like, okay, this is what you told me. And now I'm seeing somebody else say, I'm seeing another organization deal with it. So I think that's another way that we try to help add value to the fleet managers. So they become the internal expert and also share the NAFA information out within their organization. Yeah, so that's a points. really that's a really cool thing. And I like this too because you know, invite, you know, fleet managers who are listening, invite those um people from your organizations to a regional meeting. You know, and and that's another way to kind of um, you know, get them involved in in the association and let them hear those speakers and those great topics that were we're constantly hosting around the country depending on, you know, where you are. But I think that's just a another great thing to do is invite them to come, let them hear some of the great content, and then they'll see that value and maybe think about coming coming to like the larger event like I&E or something like that, an expo, expo where they can go around and look at the, the different products and services that um, are being showcased there, um, which is, a, I think, a great segue from, from a regional event to, to the larger um, annual event. Yeah. And then I think, you know, uh, another big piece that we do is you mentioned recognition. Um, so NAFA has a lot of awards. Um, and what we're probably most proud of now is that we took over the 100 Best Award program from Tom Johnson um, and the Green Fleets Award and the Green Garage Awards. And those are great ways. We actually open those up now. They were just um, public fleets. We open those up to private commercial fleets now. Um, so everybody can take part in those. Um, it's a great way to recognize your fleet. But not just recognize your fleet on a kind of a tertiary level, but we dive deep. We give KPIs to show where you ranked, where your fleet's doing well, where it you know, can have areas of improvement. So it's a recognition with a level of what I'll say a, 
a high level consulting opportunity because you have to dig down, you have to get the numbers for your fleet, you have to look at it, but then you get to share it and see where do I rank among my peers? Where am I among, you know, peers within my, my region? Where am I among peers nationally and throughout North America? Um, and then you also, you know, get to take that back within your organization and again, showcase, hey, we came in, we, you know, we were the number 25 fleet, we were the number one fleet, whatever we were. And highlight that, um, have the conversations, show where you're weak. It also helps to build a business case for you. Um, if there's an area where you were weak, you know, to get funding, to get more training for staff, whatever it might be. So uh, it's recognition, but we added the element of recognition with some education data in there that hopefully could help fleet managers um, utilize it, not just for recognition, but also to help improve their overall uh, fleet operations. Yeah, that's a great point. And for fleet managers, I think, you know, if you're sitting there and you're looking at, wow, you know, I had a great year. I am reducing um, emissions. I'm reducing miles driven. You know, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's on the state sustainability side or the safety, well, they're all related. Uh, build for safety and everything else works great. Um, but as you think about some of your achievements out there, guys, I mean, work with your suppliers to, to build a, um, nomination, right? Um, you know, again, you're not alone. Um, I, I have been nominated many times over the years in my career by my suppliers, you know, by my strategic partners who have access to my data, who, um, who work with me and see the great things we've accomplished. And I've been fortunate enough to win, um, many flexi awards and, um, what a great way to celebrate, um, you know, the, the work that me and my team w was doing around specifically sustainability and safety were the things that, um, we were recognized for over the years. But, um, again, bringing those awards home to the organization and saying, you know, Hey, I know, you know, we're doing great, but look what we did. And here's, you know, we can put our money where our mouth is. And it, it's this idea of, being able to be viewed in your org as a revenue generator versus a cost center. And some of these awards can help to elevate um, what you're doing. So th that's all good stuff for NAFA. Um, so what I hear from some of my colleagues and some things I've been challenged with in my past was getting support, right? To be involved in the association, to attend the events um, from my organization or, and I know other fleet leaders are feeling that. So what are some of the obstacles you're hearing about and what does NAFA do or what do you suggest um, as an association leader that can help fleet managers, um, safety leaders, ops leaders who want to become part of an industry association? How do they overcome those obstacles of um, lack of support in their orgs? Right. <clears throat> so we hear, you know, there's multiple, uh, multiple challenges we hear. I mean, one of the biggest ones we're hearing right now is obviously time. Um, people are are stretched uh, we know that they're, they're a lot of people are still working the staff back up they're you know they're, they're doing multiple jobs um so getting the time to it's not that they don't necessarily have a financial uh, hurdle to get over but it's uh if i'm going to get involved and, and pay for membership or get involved in membership how do i ensure i have the time to get involved so we you know we have as you mentioned already we have the local regional events we have a lot of things online and we tried to build a lot of we're trying to build a lot of things that are uh, asynchronous so you can take them read them when you want get involved in them as you need to um 
but that you know it's it's a challenge but that's why we're trying to put more online um to give people a chance to really digest it when you when you want to when you can um, and we're also trying to get more local events we're working with our local regional councils too to say what's the best time to do this is you know is it a, so some of our regions are doing you know lunch and learns kind of online getting together for an hour over lunch or we can take a, a break over lunch and get on and talk. We have some of our regions that are looking to do evening events so somebody can get together after work. Um, so time is obviously a big challenge. Um, you know, financially, uh, you know, part of that's on NAFA. We have to obviously showcase the value. Um, we think we, we think we're doing that with, you know, all the valuable programs we add. But, um, you know, if, if, if fleet managers have some questions or, or challenges, you know, reach out to NAFA, reach out to other groups because we have a lot of uh, resources that show uh, and we just talked about it, what the impact um, that NAFA has had on the bottom line of fleets. So fleets that are involved in NAFA, what that has meant you know, from an efficiency side, from a safety side, um, from a, you know, a cost-saving side, things like that. So we can talk to them too and say, hey, get involved. Here's information we have that's going to help you run your fleet better, run your fleet more efficiently. Um, so if you have to take that to your you know, higher-ups to say, here, this is an idea, you know, this is something we have. And then also, you know, obviously getting involved um, in I&E is always a challenge. Um, so we're trying to bring more to I&E this coming year. Um, so you can get more information. We're gonna we're adding a ride and drive back this year at I&E. Um, we're also going to do some technician training. So if fleet managers want to bring some of their technicians, their technicians can see the show floor and also get uh, training through uh, ASE um, certified training provider that, that we're partnering with. So we're doing some things like that too. So we can have, bring the teams together. So you can, it can be a little bit of a retreat for your team, um, but everybody, you know, fleet managers will still get their fleet training and we can also do some tech training and everybody can walk the show floor together. So we're trying to build some things there to add value. Um, but, you know, I encourage the fleet managers too to, call me, call anybody on our team to say, here's a challenge I have, and we'll try to help them overcome that from a financial perspective. The time perspective, again, we're trying to work through that too, but everybody's strapped. We understand that. So I do too, but I, I loved the um, idea about the online forums. I mean, I'm involved in those and I'm reading those. And, and, and although I'm not running a fleet today, I'm supporting fleets and fleet leaders I read those and I'm chiming in. Oh, when I was running my fleet, I did this. Or somebody's talking about issues with registration renewal, um, you know, fuel tax. I mean, name it. I mean, everyone's out there asking questions. And with your membership, you can go on there and search. And like you said, somebody's probably already asked what you asked. What I love about it is everyone's very humble and saying like, you know, I don't know everything. Here's a question I have. And why it might seem like um, there's no dumb questions, right? We know that. And all questions are good. And there's a great group of members out there who are ready and willing to um, share their experiences. So, you know, that is, I think, a really valuable part of the membership with NAFA in particular is the online community. I've, I've benefited from it and I've been able to go from someone who has learned so much growing up in the fleet industry to now being able to contribute through this podcast, through um, the online forum with NAFA um, at events and speak doing speaking engagements. So, you know, fleet managers, another great opportunity at these events is, um, <clears throat> you know, you could sit on a panel with other 
um, fleet leaders at a local event or at a at the um, annual event and talk about your experience. Um, you don't. You can literally just personalize it. What you've done, what you've achieved, and these certain areas that we'll be covering. Safety is always a huge topic. I'm hoping it is again um, this year at IE. I know we've talked about EVs a lot, but we're hoping to talk about safety even more because it's on the hearts and minds of organizations due to the ever-growing numbers of distracted driving. So, you know, getting involved can also give you opportunities to showcase and share what you um, and your team and your organization is doing to focus on some of those hot topics in the industry just by sitting on a panel. And it's always just a fun conversation. In my experience, it's been just a fun conversation, not a lot of pressure, um, you know, to prepare much, just kind of show up and share, right? Very much. Yeah, that's, and we encourage people to do that. So we, um, you know, the online community is a great way to start that share and see how people get feedback, but we love the idea of the panel discussions. Um, We have a lot of our local regions now trying to say, you know, get people together to just talk, to have a day where they just go in and, and and almost have so we have a we have a event at, at INE called Brain Dates where you actually come in and and set your topic and see who joins your table to share whatever topic it is. So even if it's not officially on the a podium, you can come and set up just an informal little discussion on a topic. Say this is one I want to talk about and, and see who comes to your table and talks about. It. I mean, there are all going to be people interested in that. It's a great way to figure out, you know. Um, solutions and and see who else is dealing with that issue. So that's something else we're trying to do, kind of these informal ways to get involved. If you don't, if you're not sitting on a on on the podium right now, you can, you can start with uh, just sit at a table and talk to people about it. So, and on safety, we are going to uh, have a lot of safety content and announce um, actually a plan for further safety content as well. So we that's on the docket as well. Love it. Love it. Just, you know, shamelessly plugging safety always yeah, in every yeah. aspect of my, of my life. <laughs> absolutely. That, that announcement will be coming out soon. So it's a little. Good. Well, that's something for our listeners to look forward yes, to. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's lots of great stories out there. I guess, um, you know, I could talk for a sec about how associations have impacted me. Um, you know, again, I, was part of a safety committee at my job. I was in a process analyst role and um, this fleet manager job came about and the risk director said, hey, I think this would be a great role for you with your operations and process background. You're well in tune with the field. You come from the field, they're your customer. You should do this. Okay, great, I'll do this. I don't know anything about fleet, but I will. Um, And when I said that, I got this kind of this fear came over me like, I really don't know a lot about fleet. But since then, you know, that was almost 20 years ago. And since then, I've learned from um, so many great fleet leaders that I met at industry events, right? And I now have them coming on my podcast. When running my fleet, I would call their fleet leaders and say, okay, I'm, I'm looking at this tool or this technology or this software or this hardware, whatever it might be or I'm trying to overcome these challenges in my fleet. And you can't imagine the response. It's such a collaborative um, industry fleet is, as as is ops and as is safety. So um, for me, being part of an association was um, such a great networking opportunity. I grew and learned um, alongside with and from all these other um, co-members 
and then had an opportunity to really spread my wings, be on boards and um, be on committees and um, serve the industry and give back um, in the same way that I have, you know, so cherished, um, you know, all the, that I've learned and uh, all the ways I've grown and being part of, of NAFA in particular um, inside of the fleet industry. So it's been a great story for me, and I'm sure there's a million others out there. When we post this podcast, I'm really going to encourage um, other fleet leaders to share their stories, Bill, so that we can grow um, you know, our network, so we can bring other fleet leaders along who are in that same chair that I was in going, what am I doing here? I don't know anything about fleet. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, the stories that we hear, I mean, everybody, you know, I've talked to members every day and, you know, it's very interesting to hear the background and everybody kind of comes up in similar ways that they didn't really plan on it, but, but now they just love this. And, and to your point, um, the fleet industry and the members here, the sharing is just, you know, fantastic. Nobody, nobody has the egos here. It's just, you know, everybody wants to move the industry forward. And there's a lot of challenges and opportunities for the industry right now. You know, the industry's undergoing a lot of evolution. So um, being very collaborative and working together is really how we're going to solve all these issues. And and it's a great way to do it. And obviously now that 3,000 members are are extremely important in that in that evolution. I was going to ask you what, what our number is. So yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a good we're number. We're 50 members right now. Wow. Wow. So... And, and, and how has that number changed and grown, uh, you know, through what we've been through? You know, we, we've been through COVID and, and you know, a, a pandemic here. So how has that affected membership? So at the end of 2019, we were just under uh, just about 2,900 members. Um, and then over the pandemic, we dropped down to, I believe, at the low, we were around 2,200. Um, so we built back up, um, added, you know, added a lot of things in, NAFA, you know, changed a lot, uh, evolved a lot over the pandemic, um, out of some out of necessity, some out of where the industry was going. Um, but now we, you know, jumped back up over 3000 and growing. So, um, looking as that trend, you know, as each month we're adding, adding new members, um, both kind of traditional fleet managers. We're also getting, as I mentioned before, some, some, what I'll say, non-traditional job titles into NAFA now. So it's, it's very exciting for us. Um, and we're adding more and more, trying to add more and more programming. As I mentioned, we're trying to add more and more to I&E, um, trying to get more regional opportunities involved. So we're really trying to bring NAFA to everybody wherever they can, you know, to overcome those challenges. So bring NAFA to people both online, local, and on national events, and also adding as much in as we can. So uh, trying to pack as much value as we can into every opportunity. Yeah, that's, that's great news. And I'm, I'm excited to hear about the membership growing so much um, after the dip there um, during the pandemic. So that's those are great statistics. And and so for our listeners out there, you know, if you have any questions, um, Bill's here. You can find us both, well, anywhere in the, in the community on LinkedIn. Um, I'm here to answer questions for sure. And um, Bill's here and the whole staff at NAFA is very, um, very helpful. So, you know, please reach out if you have questions about anything about membership, and um, you know how to take advantage of this resource that an association is, and what we've shared today about the successes that leaders have had being part of associations. That can be you too, um, listeners out there. And we're here to help you get involved when you're ready, for sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, and I, I just want to thank you for having me and this has been great. And, um, you know, looking forward to hearing from you, from your listeners to see, you know, how they get involved and what NAFA meant to them. And also looking forward to seeing you at INE. Yeah, likewise. So thank you everyone who listened today. If you found this content fun, interesting, encouraging, helpful, subscribe to my podcast, uh, be a guest, join the conversation wherever you find your content. But until next time, we like to say on the Straight Talk on Fleet, keep it real, keep it safe for Fleet's sake. So thanks for listening and thank you for being here with us, Bill. Oh, 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 oh,